Good morning, everybody. And welcome to this week to the announcements presented by Ireland Home-Based Services. It's the week of July 10th, 2022. Big congrats goes out to Kim Highland. Kim, you were selected as randomly to be the winner of the $30 gift card from Amazon. Since we hadn't done the trivia question for uh, three weeks, we just combined them and to give away a little bigger prize this time. So, Kim Hyland, be on the lookout for a gift card. I'll email that to you here in, uh, this morning. Today's recording day is uh, Tuesday, July the 12th. So be on the lookout for that, Kim. Congratulations. We will have you question later in the show at some point, so stay tuned for your chance to win. Let's go ahead and get into the announcements a little bit here. A reminder that the team member handbook was revised effective July 5th, 2022. Uh, it was emailed out from myself, Gary Emmons, on July the 5th. So if you didn't see it, you can go back to that email from July the 5th. It's also posted on the front page of Casewind. And it's also found in Casewind under Resources, Online Documents, and then Manuals and Policies. And it will live there until another revision comes out, probably not till next year. I encourage all to review the entire handbook at a minimum annually and is payable under the CPD CEU time for hourly team members. Please never hesitate to reach out if you have questions about the specifics of the handbook. We did have some revisions this year in the following policies, the drug and alcohol policy, dress and personal appearance, the motor vehicle record inquiries, added language and our work rules misconduct about suspensions. We updated voluntary resignation language and then hospitalization. So uh, those policies you probably want to pay special attention to. Um, all team members are required to acknowledge receipt and understanding of the contents of the team member handbook by July 20th, so eight days from today. The best can be done by reviewing the new handbook on the front page of Casewind, then using the checkbox to acknowledge electronically and using your electronic signature. If you can't, can't or don't want to do that, you can also print the last page of the document, then email that to hr at ihbs.us. All policies in this handbook supersede previous versions or other policies communicated prior to this date. This is a repeat, but I feel it's an important one again. The National Suicide uh, Prevention Lifeline 988 has been designated as the new three-digit dialing code that will route callers to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. While some areas may be currently able to connect to the lifeline by dialing 988, the dialing code will be available to everyone across the U.S. starting July 16, 2022. When people call, text, or chat 988, they will be connected to trained counselors that are part of the existing National Suicide Prevention Lifeline network. Those trained counselors will listen, understand how, to, how their problems are affecting them, provide support, and connect them to resources if necessary. The current Lifeline phone number, which is 800-273-8255, will always remain available to people in emotional distress or suicidal crisis even after 988 is launched nationally. But again, 988 is that new number effective July 16th. Resource of people or people you're aware of or anyone's, anyone's hurting, having some, having some issues, 988 is that number to call. Uh, making sure client information is up to date. So when you become aware of more current or accurate contact information, which could be client phone numbers, client addresses, uh, 
placement information, anything that changes on the case, keep in mind that in the event that you are out unexpectedly or there is an emergency, it can be very difficult to get in touch with clients if we don't have that correct information, so please make sure uh, that's always being updated. If you have questions regarding how or where to update the information, please reach out to your supervisor. Recent mass shootings occurring in Uvalde, Texas and Highland Park, and there's been many more in the last bit, have brought uh, these types of senseless tragedies to the national news. There's going to be an attachment uh, to the announcements that will be sent out to all supervisors, uh, but we have uh, attached a document for parents to talk with children about these tragic events. Children, if they're made aware, uh, especially older children, uh, they may have questions about this. Uh, the National Child Traumatic Stress Network has put out a document entitled Talking to Children About the Shooting. Um, the recent shootings have evoked many emotions, sadness, grief, helplessness, anxiety, and anger. Children who are struggling with their thoughts and feelings about the stories and images of the shooting may be turned to trusted adults for help and guidance. Uh, when school gets back into session, I know some schools are already performing um, you know, active shooter or, or uh, mass shooting training exercises, which could be obviously very scare, scary and fearful. Uh, some of the talking points that the document gets more into uh, and how to talk to your children is starting the conversation first, uh, asking what your child already knows about the tragedy, making sure to gently correct the inaccurate information. We know there's a lot of mis misinformation out there anymore with social media. Encouraging your child to ask questions and asking those uh, questions directly. Uh, limiting immediate exposure. Understanding common reactions that children might have. Always being a positive role model. Being patient with your child. And always reaching out for extra help if a parent feels like they're in over their head. So this document's got a lot more detail. Um, a lot more detail that will be emailed out to all supervision. Uh, making sure that we can have this available in local offices, that if there are questions, or even we can use this with children as well, that you're working with and may have questions about these types of mass shootings, um, unfortunately, when they occur. Acronyms and documentation. This is from the Field Staff Practice Guide. There's only four acronyms that are acceptable to be used in your documentation. In professional documentation, we want to make sure that we are completely writing out acronyms with the exception we can use the acronyms for these four, which are GAL for Guardian Ad Litem, the CASA, which is Court Appointed Special Advocate, of course FCM can be used for Family Case Manager, and then DCS for the Department of Child Services. Those are the only abbreviations acceptable to use in your documentation. No others are acceptable, so keep that in mind. Again, that's GAL for Guardian Ad Litem, CASA for Court Appointed Special Advocate, FCM for Family Case Manager, and DCS for Department of Child Services. That's the only four that are acceptable and allowable in your professional documentation. Again, we've been notified of a back-to-school bash up in Poseyville in Posey County, Indiana, down in the far southwest corner of Indiana. They're having a back-to-school with free backpacks full of school supplies, free haircuts, free lunches. They're going to have bounce houses. Um, it's going to be coming up on August 6th, right before school starts down here, uh, from 10 to 1, hosted by the Family of Faith uh, Bible Church there in Poseyville, Indiana. If you're aware of other back-to-school bashes, and make sure you're uh, informing your staff. You can get them to me for the announcements. We'll get them out there as well. This is a repeat, but 
Want to make sure we keep talking about it. PTO must be entered in Canopy and CTT in order to be paid. As of August 1st, the billing department will no longer be reaching out to remind our staff to enter the time into CTT. This includes salaried uh, employees, team leaders, directors, and hourly, team, uh, hourly employees. If you're unsure how to enter PTO, please review the process with your team leader or reach out to our HR department. We'll walk you through it. But it's got to be entered in both Canopy and CTT. It's very important to do so. Reminder that as we continue to manage various supply chain shortages, inflation, and shortage of resources, it's imperative that we explore with our clients how they are ensuring the needs and the needs of their children are being met. Not only must we expose them to local resources, but we also must provide extensive budgeting, nutrition, meal planning, and sustainability information and education. In case wind, under resources and online documents, you'll find resource guides to assist in accessing concrete supports in the community. Additionally, you can find budgeting interventions on Appendix 61 and 75 in the Field Staff Practice Guide. Please continue to act with urgency and explore and adapt how we can meet the needs of the families that we work with. Again, I'm keeping this one on here as the summer uh, moves, uh, moves along here. We're now close to the middle of July. Too many children are dying and that are being left uh, in hot cars. Of course, these are tragic events that have occurred. Doesn't take very long for a car when it's in the 90s to achieve over triple digits very, very quickly. And to avoid this tragedy, use the acronym ACT. A, to avoid heat stroke related injury and death by never leaving your child alone in a car, not even for a minute. And make sure to keep your car locked when you're not in it so kids don't get in there on their own and potentially lock themselves in. C, Create reminders by putting something in the back of your car next to your child, such as a briefcase, a purse, or a cell phone that is needed at your final destination. It's especially important if you're not following a normal routine. And a lot of stories that we've heard, we had a real tragedy down in Evansville. A professor at the University of Southern Indiana was dropping off his child, um, or typically at a daycare, and he forgot. He went to work and left his child in the back of the car. It can happen to anybody. So if you're out of your normal routine is when this thing, these types of things can generally occur. Take action. If you see a child alone in a car, call 911. Emergency personnel want your call. They are trained to respond to these situations. One call could save a life. In the course of your work at IHPS, it is never okay to leave a child alone in your car, regardless of the situation, the age of the child, or even if I'm going to run in somewhere for just a second. It doesn't matter. Children should never be left in a car alone under your course of work at Ireland Home-Based Services. Teach parents to act and always look before you lock. Got Recovery Community Cafe series starts today, July 12th. Recovery Community Cafe is a virtual eight-week series that helps individuals in recovery from substance abuse connect with supportive community and build resiliency. Each week we talk through a new element of recovery how it's showing up in our, in our lives as individuals, and what we need to do to be successful. All stages and ages of recovery are welcomed, as well as those who are supporting someone in recovery. Virtual meetings will be conducted on Zoom. It's going to happen every Tuesday evening starting tonight, July the 12th, from 5.30 to 7 Central or 6.30 to 8 Eastern Time. Tonight's meeting, July 12th, will be talking about our self-identity, awareness, and esteem. All offices should have these hanging up and these flyers with a QR code. If you have questions or if you have someone in mind that you would like to attend the Recovery Community Cafe series, they can reach out to Amanda Colvin, who's a recovery coach. 
at acolvin at ihbs.us or 812-583-1480. Again, that's Amanda Colvin, or they can reach out to Deb Cooper, who's our cafe coordinator, at dcooper at ihbs.us or 812-483-8369. We also have Parent Cafe coming up. That's also today. The Parent Cafe for the month of July is on Gamify Your Parenting. We know how much kids love to play games. This is going to help parents get into that role by Gamify Your Parenting. That online meeting is going to happen Tuesday, July 12th from 11 to 12.30 Central or 12 to 1.30 Eastern. And then again this week, Thursday, July 14th from 5.30 to 7 Central or 6.30 to 8 Eastern Time. If you have questions, you can text, call, or email Deb Cooper. Again, 812-483-8369 or dcooper at ihbs.us. As always, follow the Parent Cafe group here at Ireland on Facebook at IHBS Parent Cafe. And last but not least, we're starting again. Oh, we got to do the question first. I want to do the question. So the trivia question for this time we talked about it earlier. I want you to name one of the four acronyms that is acceptable to be used in our documentation. Again, just name one of the four acronyms that is acceptable in our professional documentation. Please email Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us to be entered into the drawing for the gift card that will be drawn next week. Again, name one of the four acronyms that is allowed to be used in our professional documentation. Email Gary Emmons. You can text to a prefer email. Just makes it easier on me. Enter for your chance to win. And then again, guys, I want to talk about COVID. It's not going away. In fact, it's increasing nationally. We're seeing an increase here within uh, Ireland home-based services. Again, we uh, highly encourage people to get vaccinated and provide proof of vaccination to the HR department. When you do so, you will be provided a bonus. For doing so, that's for uh, when you get a full series of the any of the shots or once you get a booster, you'll also get a bonus for that. Certain groups of people are eligible for a fourth shot. Not everybody yet, but uh, certain groups are. Uh, if they have, they're immunocompromised or meet certain age groups, uh, they're eligible for a fourth shot. Provide all that information to us uh, with proof of your vaccination record or the email you got from the State Department of Health, but we'll give you a bonus for doing so. Again, we have to make sure we are following all safety measures, which includes not coming to work when you're ill, especially if you have a severe, uh, if you have a fever or a severe cough. If you do are symptomatic, we would require, would ask you to wear a mask, make others around you feel better. If you do have a chronic cough potentially because of allergies or other reasons, and you don't have a negative uh, COVID test, it would make others feel better if you if you were wearing a, wearing a mask. Making sure that you're screening all clients to ensure they're not in isolation or quarantine themselves. Those are the questions can be asked. You're not putting yourself in a situation where you could be considered a close contact. And what's close contact? Uh, again, to, re to review that, that's if you've ever been within six feet of a person for greater than 15 minutes over a 24 hour period of time. So if you can ensure that you're going to be socially distanced of greater than six feet, you're never going to be considered a close contact. But there are situations where you may be within six feet of someone who is now tested positive for COVID-19. Um, 
If that's the case, then you would uh, have to quarantine if there were not safety measures taking place like a mask. Make sure you're reaching out to Susan Minkarski or the HR department when you feel like you may have been close contacted or you have a positive test or you are symptomatic so we can help, uh, help guide you through this process. Make sure to always use good hand hygiene, social distance when you have the ability to do so, and if you can't social distance, we do want masks to be worn. So if you're going to be in less than six feet with somebody, we do want masks to be worn, which would include all indoor spaces or cars. Outdoors, not as, a, not as important this particular time. If you're outside, a lot of times if you're outdoors, you can obviously social distance anyway. So be mindful of your proximity to people. But again, we're seeing an uptick in COVID. We got to take care of each other. <clears throat> we are essential workers. We have to make sure we can continue to provide services to our families with as little uh, interruption as possible. So that's why it's very important to follow all safety protocols during this particular time. That's going to do it, guys. Hope you have a great week. Take care of one another. Thanks for taking care of kids and families. We appreciate all you do, guys. Hope everyone has a great rest of your work week. Thanks, guys. Take care.